Welcome everyone to another episode of the Plastic Arts Podcast. My name's Fonzie, joined by my co-host, indie game dev extraordinaire and the clown prince of video games, Gavin Jones. We break down the video game news of the week. And Gavin, how are you doing? I feel like clown prince of video games is like, that's a creepy... That that's too creepy. Like that, you name somebody the clown prince of <laughs> yeah. video games. That guy's having their Me Too moment someday. Like that's, or you're awesome, like uh, ICP. You know they 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 have the clown. You motif, know you're right. Like. You you're <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Yep. Hey. And you're right. I got my Fago soda or whatever that stuff is called. Your what soda? They have their own branded soda. It's like Fago. I want to say it's called. Who does? Uh, ICP. You ever heard of that? This yeah. is officially the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> Google it right now. It's like Fuego the... or Fago. Yeah. I would think Fuego. Uh, I'm going to double check. But, but mainly because uh, I don't think Fago is. Nope. It's a thing. It's a real thing. So, yeah. It's Isn't like that a... just like. I just thought that was a Mexican brand of soda. It Maybe the Juggalos just rebranded it. But, uh, yeah. So, they have. So, it's Fago cotton candy soda is one of the flavors. As if you needed, like, any more sugar in a soda to have like a cotton candy i feel like this is just gonna be like an association thing like texas and big red soda yeah i'm sure they just took it over as like that's their thing right but uh yeah if they did create this that's some amazing stuff no there's no icp branding on all any of this but that's like they've created that as that's their brand soda and uh, being the big ICP fan that I am, you know, I always like, <laughs> like to dig into the lyrics. You know, you do got that mean. full back uh, juggalo <laughs> yeah. for life tattoo. Right. Yep. Did you did you ever like yeah. ICP? No, I never even like legitimately listened to their music. It's just I took one second looking at them like I'm I'm all I'm, I'm good. Like I'm all set. Right. Nothing about them ever like enticed me. But maybe they're awesome. That, no. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're not. See, and I and I had to like put up with them because like my buddies in high school were were pretty big fans. Like we were all metalheads, and like really, that's not that big of an offshoot from metal music. Even though it's not metal music, it still kind of got some of the attitude. Yeah. Um. But I I still remember it being that huge thing when they came out uh, as Christian. Uh, what? What was that like uh, five years ago when they came I out as a Christian that. band okay. or like they were just very ultra Christian? And uh, I still think it, like thinking back like. 15 years back to high school, I knew it then because I had some friends who were ultra true. Uh, and by fans, I mean girls that my friends were trying to sleep with. Sure. Uh, ultra, ultra fans of ICP. And they knew they were a Christian band. Cause they're like, if you play uh, a, every single track or every single album is, is a religious reference. What? Uh, a lot of the songs, there's sort of a religious story they're telling with it, even though it's just like banging this girl until her teeth bleed. It's like, what? <laughs> but like, there's actually a passage in the, yeah, in the right. first Testament or something. <laughs> I it wouldn't put it past. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. But there are certain songs where you play backwards and like, it says religious stuff. And sure yeah. enough, I tried it and it fucking does. That's weird. So I it never, does, would have thought that so that the true fans knew for a long time <laughs> and then people go what yeah. no i never magnets not see jesus. i was thinking of the magnets thing <laughs> it's you're right and that that was that that was the literally come to jesus moment gotcha. they had and that was a, <laughs> that was a new one i think the whole mask thing just always turned me off like they're not masks though it's face paint uh it's true but like slipknot uh didn't do it for me although they had a song on the resident evil movie soundtrack it was actually kind of dope, but uh, oh, really? I never got into them. But uh, I could get like how you jump in because they're mixing the metal core with like hip hop, and there are bands that I liked. 
in that like early 2000s they were like this hip-hop metal stuff right um, right but uh, it kind of that whole genre went by the wayside but i definitely remember with so i was i was a, a fair weather fan of slipknot and uh i remember so uh the lead singer i want to say his name is joey um mm. he got throat surgery because i want to i think he got vocal nodes which can permanently fuck up your voice Whoa, for life yeah. like any a kind lot. of surgery when like that's your profession, yeah. Right. So there are a lot of times there's no coming back from that. So mm. he stopped screaming so much and started using really proper uh, vocal technique. Yeah. So he sings very pretty now. But I was just like, man. And then I didn't realize <laughs> until I I I mean, at my when I was a kid, I was just like, well, now he's just being a wuss. Yeah. Or he's like just, Hollywood. Yeah. Or he's singing or... all pretty until later in life when I learned a little bit more about how that works. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so he could just like. That could be the end of his career if he does it again. Gotcha. If he messes it up again, it's it's toast. There's no more job. Well, that reminds me of. Do you remember the? Uh, there's that really big DJ. Um, um, Scrim- DJ Kelly. No, <laughs> another like, one. <laughs> it's like Scrim Scram or something or Skyrim. What's that? Uh, what the fuck? God, it's like DJ Skrillex. Skrillex. Yeah, he was from uh, this emo band called from first to last and that it was a really big band he was i'm sorry i mean he looks like he'd be in an emo band yeah. called first to last that's but where i knew about him and like was he the last he was the <laughs> <laughs> god damn it, damn it he was the singer so he was the first you know in that whole thing he was right. a singer and then but he like fucked up his vocal cords too yeah and so he went to djing and he doesn't sing and then but actually that band has reunited and they're performing again too so really yeah like 15 years later but. now if we could get uh uh Creed? Alexis on fire to do that again. That'd be great. Ooh, I, I'm, I'm sure they'll come back together. Uh, I apparently I, I want to say uh, I, I was in Chicago and uh, I, I was uh, one of my friends went to whatever big festival they mm-hmm. got going on there and apparently they fucking did for a show. You know, what? I, think and I was right. so mad that I missed it. Was it in Chicago too? I think it was in Chicago and uh, in our buddy Joe. Or no, you didn't really know Joe. Uh, I know of him and met him a couple times. But right, right, right. So he he's one who's like slinging dick everywhere, and he's like an awesome dude. Like apparently, I just I thought he was playing Pokemon. He's, in the he's space slinging that dick. I can't <laughs> proud, of but it's consensual. You know, everyone. It, it's, it's very consensual. Gotcha, Gavin. What did you play over the weekend? I played so much shit. So I played uh, I played a bunch of Borderlands. I played about That's a game a, that keeps giving. It seems like it. I it, it's like I know I'm near the end, but it doesn't feel like I'm near the end. Or maybe I'm just going very slow. I don't know. I'm having a ton of fun. It, mm. The campaign's really satisfying. Gotcha. Even if the villains are annoying as hell. Uh, yeah. Um, I played a little bit of Baba as you, and right. uh, got stuck right about where you did. Um, but as we kind of discussed, I could probably pull up that level too. Uh, but, uh, off camera, I looked up a playthrough. For one level, so I could figure out how to get through it and see if like I could use that technique to solve the next one. Okay. And fucking no. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so what are they? Are they just not like you mentioned? That I'm not learning the the skills that they're trying to teach me. Are they just? Are we missing stuff? Or they're just doing a bad job of teaching you the rules as they. Start in to in my opinion, I think that game does a bad job of teaching you the rules. Mm. Now, if someone on Twitter wants to fight me about that, that's, <laughs> that's fine. But that is, that is my firm opinion on yeah, that. I yeah. think it does a bad job of teaching you the rules. And I, and I'm willing to bet there are droves of people that quit on the same level we did sure. or before. And that early in the game, that's kind of unacceptable. That's a bummer. Yeah. Like at least uh, throw me a bone. Like if you can tell, I keep restarting over and over again. 
you know, give me that uh, golden star moment where I can just like just ace that level and then at least get to experience the next one. Like I feel like I'm missing out because I did like that whole idea, but like maybe the seventh, eighth level I had to tap out because I was just like, I'm not getting it. Right, uh, right. And it's, it's disappointing. And it and it's cool. Like I, I dig the concept of like teaching yourself stuff. I really liked how in, uh, you know, the Outer Wilds, I taught myself how to beat that game. That being said, it did a better job of explaining sure. how to do that. Yeah. Speaking of fucking Outer Worlds is coming out on the 25th. What the fuck? You know what? I have it for some reason. I have it for like this week and I need to double check that that's accurate. I'm so, it's not this week. It's 25th. Okay. I'm so excited. Gotcha. You're going to have no time to play it. No. Because you're going to be prepping. But shit. What if we just don't get married? Like we push it to like after this game comes out. You want to try that again? <laughs> so it is October 25th. Um, you know what? This is going to be a Games Pass game. So it's going to be free on Xbox. Bam. If you have the Games Pass, which I do. That's going to be wait. sick. Can I buy it on Steam? I'm pretty for sure For some you reason can. in my head, and it's definitely not, but for some reason in my head, it's an Epic Store exclusive. But it's not. No. So it's on the Windows because uh, Microsoft right. owns that, that uh, dev. So right. it's going to be on their Windows platform. It's going to be on Switch, I forget, at some point. <laughs> that kind of blows my mind. but Because uh, I remember when that you know, we talked about it already, but I just completely forgot that it's, they're right. apparently going to put that on Switch. But uh, yeah, that'll be coming out. That's pretty pretty interesting. This whole month is like, uh, it's pretty stacked. Yeah. So really, the, the holiday season is... This is last week has been... Well, no, I, I bought older games, I guess. Um, so, so you're playing? Yeah, yeah Borderlands, so I, I played you. Uh, I played Borderlands. I downloaded... I spent like a hundred bucks on games this week. Um, <laughs> I, I downloaded John Wick Hex and it's not fun to me. Mm. Uh, I got through the first, uh, we'll call it a world. The first okay. uh, thing up until the boss battle defeated the boss okay. and didn't like any minute of it. Really? Um, How is the boss? Um, gameplay different from like the interactions with the little cronies that you kind of face on. He's got more health. And he can't be stunned. So if I shoot gotcha. him, he's not going to go, ah, oh, he's just going to shoot me back. I see. So I do wonder if I could have just beaten him by just shooting him to death. I mean, and like just a, point, just point blank. We're just firing at each other yeah. until one of us runs out of health. I see. Which may honestly be a legit strategy that in that game. Seem, because the whole thing is like it's a tactical approach. You're John Wick. He wouldn't do that in the movie. Just like go one for one with a guy. He'd have a plan. So right. It's weird that they would. If that's the approach they want you to do. Right. But, uh, I, I almost wish it were, I don't know, make me stupid powerful, but pump more enemies into that game. And gotcha. I think that would make it way more fun. Like kind of, I, I don't know. In my head, I'm almost thinking like Ninja Zero, where you're just mm. zipping between guys left and right, but it's, it's just so quick. Even though you're powerful, that's a shit ton of guys. You got to get through That's how them. they balance it by throwing sheer amount of enemies at you. Yeah. Right. And in, that, in the movies, that's what he does. He, he murders a bunch of people. Right. <laughs> so you could throw a bunch of enemies at him, but they are going for this, like, it's just small scale. You have to plan your approach, and yeah. it's supposed to feel more um, satisfying, you know, tactically taking out these, these dudes. Right. Um, I just played the first... 10 minutes that first little level and um i was starting you know i think they did a good job early on with okay i get the concept but then i imagine they start layering stuff and you have to then plan strategically i didn't get to that point yet. i just played that first intro level but i imagine it's way harder than that they don't do it in the first world gotcha 
Well, I, I mean, I, I think tell... I think the the first intro they start like new mechanic they really have. So you have guys with guns. Yeah. You have guys without guns, which for the most part looked like waiters. I'm like, why am I murdering <laughs> waiters? Uh, and then you also have doors that'll open, like people spawn behind you. Okay. Which in my mind is kind of John Wicky. Because then you you know you I, I think you it encourages you not that I did it yeah. but I think it encourages you to move quicker uh, okay and then sort of think on the fly so I I started shooting people more because I a lot of times I try and conserve ammo I go up to somebody and I I do two melees yeah um, which doesn't use any focus. Uh, so I'm preserving energy. I'm preserving that focus. And the focus is your like your stamina, your your ability to execute these moves. Right. right. So you can do cooler stuff. Like you can do a roll, which will typically dodge a bullet gotcha. or two. Um, I didn't know that. I got shot plenty of times as I was like pre-roll or after a roll, so I wasn't doing that. Correctly. Right. And it, it definitely towards uh, definitely towards the end of the first world, I had to use crouching a lot more often so crouching rolling gotcha uh and crouching makes it a lot harder for them to shoot you like a lot like genuinely they would miss and it increases your accuracy so a lot of times i'd be have a hundred percent from a lot further distance which was nice i like that it didn't have that XCOM thing of like it's hundred percent for a decent stretch i see and in XCOM, like it's hundred percent it's it's 90 percent at point blank gotcha so, so it just gets worse from there on. Right. So it's bullshit that you can miss somebody at point blank range. That's not what John Wick would do. John no, Wick would movie, never miss yeah. someone. He's a, he's a master at that. So, yeah. Right. And I honestly feel like I, I don't know that I ever missed. Okay. And I'd have like 60% accuracy and I'd still hit. So that felt gotcha. cool. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. I want to play more. I, I've just barely scratched the surface. I honestly would like this on console. I did buy it on, I think right now, PC Max is the only way to play it. I don't think I'd like that on console. I don't think those That's controls true. would be as comfortable. Yeah, would it transfer? You're right. Um, I know I played, so the Mike Bithel is the developer. Um, some of his other games, like um, Volume, he made Volume. And it's a very it's sort of similar where you have to, you're planning your moves out, but kind of more in real time. Volume. Yeah, it's, it's really dope. So that was like, it was on PS3, PS4, I think they put out, uh, and then Vita. But um, so they he you know was I don't know if that was intended from the ground up console, or if the, the there was a PC port as well. But um, I wonder if there is a console version in mind for this release to eventually come out. To, it, but I well, it was announced on a Nintendo Direct stream. The John Wick, wasn't I, it? I it's think possible, so. but I know for sure right now it's only Mac and PC. Right. But uh, I'll double check as I Google the wrong thing. But but the last game I played that I absolutely fucking adored was Killer Queen Black, which... Mm. And after I played it, because I was having so much fun, and it's like genuine adrenaline-pumping, balls to the walls, you're trying your... Like, it, it, what it reminded me of, now that I think of it, it reminded me of when I'd play Unreal Tournament back in the day. Really? Because you're just like, you got to be a little bit on cocaine to play that game properly. <laughs> yeah, or Adderall. you gotta, you got to be scanning the whole screen, paying attention to absolutely everything. Yeah. Merving perfectly uh, Killer Queen Black. Oh, there you go. Is that, did I um, type something racist? Yeah, so I mean, it queen. pulled it up. Gotcha. Um, Killer queen. I mean, I yeah. Um, so it's really fun, but also playing it, because um, I remember looking at it, it's not the best looking of games. Yeah. Um, what are you playing on, on Switch or PC? I'm playing it on PC, but there's cross-play with Switch, and I'm playing with Switch players constantly, like a good mm. mix of Switch players and PC players. And as far as I can tell, uh, this I've never seen this animated 
Looks like, uh, like an intro. This you is know. fucking fantastic. I don't <laughs> think this is in the game. Gotcha. Uh, but that's great. Um, but yeah, so it, it's basically uh, sort of like in the genre almost of Fat Princess. Gotcha. Where it's an RTS where everyone is um, playing a character. Um, and there's classes or abilities tied to these. Right. So everyone spawns is basic, like a basic minion. So you can gather resources. And if you gather enough of those berries, they're either berries or I want to call them like uh, royal Eggs. jelly. Cause that makes okay. the most sense to me. Cause royal jelly is how bees in real life evolve or not evolve, but well, they, metamorphosize. They, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so that's what I want to call it. But yeah, so you can win by, you can ride that extremely slow snail uh, to the end of the racetrack. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can get all the berries into your slots, and those vary between levels, like where you put them, how so many there are. So there's multiple ways to complete the level? Yes, or you can kill the queen three times. Whoa. The thing is, the queen cannot just hide and play passive, because there's these little gates where you take a berry. You can see them there. Yeah. Uh, not that the audience can. Uh, but there's these little, they're called gates, and you take a berry, and you put it in there, and you get to pick one of two upgrades. You can either like turn into a lot of times it's like a big warrior that can't be upgraded further from there. Okay. Although I've seen a warrior with a shield, so I don't know how the fuck that works. Huh. Um, but you can so you can turn into this kind of warrior type thing. Yeah. Uh, or you can uh, get like a speed boost or something like that. It's all in the level you can uh, obtain these. Right. Things, right. But um, if like let's say the enemy queen touches it you can't use that. It changes okay. to their color. So there's this huge thing, even though the queen is super important and you don't want her to die, yeah. she needs to play aggressive. Gotcha. So your most important unit is going buck fucking wild <laughs> on the stage. And a lot of times your queen is your playmaker. Like gotcha. she's your most important asset, but she's playing crazy risky. Huh. And I found like, I remember the first time I was only playing like the little minions cause you can pick minion queen or both. Okay. And I was just playing minion, minion, minion. And one time, even though I picked minion only, it threw me into the queen role. Oh. And I destroyed the other team. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> both. Yeah. It's it's such it's so good playing both roles. It's gotcha. it's really, really fun game. So each team has it's team based, right? So the, each yes. team has their own queen. Team of four. I see. Gotcha. Each team, yeah, they have their own four, their own workers. And the, the neat thing, so playing this, I was like, as I was starting to get better at it, I was thinking, man, I want to go play the arcade original and uh just so happened on twitch there is a there was a tournament going on mm. uh like like a countrywide tournament at, in i think new york yeah uh playing this game and boy like i remember when i originally saw it in arcades i'm like that looks terrible and my memory was correct <laughs> like as okay as this looks the original looks garbage so this and i say uh... that knowing that this game is is fantastic and i'm yeah. sure the original is also fantastic but visually garbage gotcha gotcha so this started as an arcade yes it's it's and this is so this is 4 before they they made several changes uh going into this uh originally it was 5v5 yeah there were less variations of power up you'd you'd go into your gate and you could get like i think there was a speed boost and there was also a like turning you into a warrior okay and the warriors didn't have a dash they didn't do they weren't that cool. Neither was your queen. Your queen wasn't that cool. Gotcha. And so now they introduce like dashing. It just, to me, this looks again, I haven't played the original, but this looks, I, a lot more fine tuned. Yeah. A lot more gamified, a little bit more entertaining. 
uh, to watch. That being said, I'm sure it's more entertaining when you know what the fuck is going on. Because, there, yeah, there is a lot. Like, we're watching footage of it. But uh, I imagine, yeah, once you understand what's going on, could this um, kind of blend or lend itself to, uh, like, an esports commentator kind of narrating what's going on? Or Yeah, absolutely. and there's a lot to manage. Right. And I think I would have more fun certainly watching this uh, than the original. And this is also interesting, too, because, you know, I, I'm working on that arcade game, and they mentioned yeah. the differences between this in the arcade game, they mentioned when they made the arcade game, it's a big-ass screen, so you make the arenas much, much bigger. Gotcha. And so these are a little bit more compact. So that's the thing to think about. You know, I'm testing stuff on my own personal computer screen. That's true. Um, but yeah. more landscape to deal with. Yeah. Right. So, it's yeah, you want to compact it. So I know that was weird when we tested it the other, like, oh, God, like a month and a ago. half ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is extremely fun. I recommend it to... Uh, people that can handle, you know, being really competitive and fast paced and it's just, it's fun. And the cross play works fantastic. It's going to be coming to Xbox one, I believe soon. Oh really? Okay. Um, and it'll have, I think it has four system cross play. So I think it's PS3 or PS4, uh, Xbox one switch and PC. PC. Wow. So that's, and it's already nice. Like the wait times are not long as is. Right. And it doesn't seem like it's a problem with the cross play. So that's cool. And that's one benefit of. Uh, as we go forward, a lot of these games having crossplays that you've increased the player pool. So yeah, the wait times are going to be they should be uh, shorter because of that. Exactly, and even on a small indie game like this, right. that's huge. That keeps your game alive. Can this you re- imagine coming into this on Xbox One and there's this huge fucking pool of people yep. ready to come at you? Like that's great. This kind of reminds me of. Uh, of Quidditch in Harry Potter, just because there's so much going on at once, you could grab the the snippet or whatever that thing is a snorkel, and then the the golden compass or whatever that's flying around, and you could also throw the ball in the hoop. I think that is an extremely fair um, just the fact analogy. That three is that a good components. word for it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's an extremely like it's weird. It, I mean, it's, it definitely plays like a sports ball game. Sure. But a weird fucking sports ball game. And that's what Quidditch is. It's yeah, it's a weird thing based off of the way it's sports... It's sports for nerds. Right. It's sports for nerds. But it's fun. That's cool. You played some Killer Queen Black. I played so much Killer some Queen. John when Hicks. I should have been programming, I was playing Killer <laughs> Queen Black. What did you play this weekend? I played uh, 10 minutes of John Wick Hex. And then um, <laughs> I did play... Didn't really. Oh yeah. So I finished The Last of Us. So I had this ah, right, right, this right. kick that was inspired by the release of the trailer, the announcement of the actual release date, and so I was like, I want to play it again. So I, you know, since then I, I played it and finished it, and I fucking love it. This is like my fifth time playing that game. Uh, it's it's I love it. It's great. Fifth time. That's and it's still it's crazy. So I'm playing the game. I know all the story beats, right. but the performances are so just just pinpoint you know accurate with how they get into your heart where it's just like i feel it every time like there's at least four different points in the entire story where just like i have to pretend that you know i don't feel things as a human so i don't cry or like show any <laughs> emotion i have to just shove that down yeah it's just embrace the toxic masculinity <laughs> yeah that's where i go oh does it affect me yeah and i'm just whatever lifting weights or something but i have to do that it's still even though i know you know i've seen this i've experienced right. it already but man i fuck it's just like a, a master class on on story, on character development. Yeah. I, I think that's one of those magical things too, where it takes you back to the, f- when you experience those moments, if, if it's good, it can take you back to the first time you played it. Sure. Yeah. Every single time I play Majora's Mask, it takes me back to being like 11. 
Gotcha. And I and I love that. Yeah, and yeah. A good game can bring you back to that moment. Right. You can start smelling the food that was like cooking in the background while you're <laughs> playing it. Like, oh, yeah, is that chicken and waffles. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where'd you grow up, Kevin? Well, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I know with this, what with the original Last of Us is what like five, seven years ago. So I like to imagine, you know, myself five, seven years years ago, where you know, pizza this, on a plate in front of you. Yeah, it's guy was a limit. I had all this potential, and now you know, <laughs> nothing is nothing has happened since then. But the floor is very much low. <laughs> no. But yeah, so I got to finish that, and um, it was just fun to get back in. Now I'm just like that didn't uh, that didn't uh, extinguish any you know desire I have to for that for that second one. Like I'm still now I'm even more pumped playing to that first one. I can't like see it. why it would. That's like yeah. Now I'm just like even more hyped. I'm excited. Any little bit of news or or, or you know a breakdown on YouTube, I'm just like absorbing it all. There's a couple of yeah. different documentaries that Naughty Dog put out about the making of The Last of Us, so I've just been watching those too and just. Going full force. The only thing I could see like being like a deterrent is like if this were a remake, but it's not a remake. Mm. This is like this is the sequel to the game you've been yeah. wanting, yeah, for fucking ever. Right, right. So. And um, I mean, maybe it wouldn't. It didn't really need a sequel. I, I kind of uh, play with that um, scenario in my mind too. But because it's Naughty Dog and they're just they're at the highest level of of development, so like I trust them to do really whatever the hell they want. Right. Um, there was a. That reminds me, uh, I think it's um, Neil Druckmann is the di- director there at Naughty Dog. So uh, he tweeted at Gabe Newell a while ago saying like, hey, if you ever need someone to take over Half-Life 3, like we'll do it. I, was like, I think he'd knock it out of the park. Perfect. Yeah. I trust him with it more than I trust Gabe Newell with they're, it. Yeah, they're making whatever card game, you know, five. But Card game five. <laughs> but although like to take, the, for, for a dev to go like, hey, I'll take the biggest fucking property with the highest expectation let's take a crack at it like the balls that they would have as a team but also they could possibly pull it off who who else would you put in charge of it you wouldn't Good you wouldn't put question. anyone at bethesda or id software there you can't just look at triple a uh, game devs either you can't be like oh like have rockstar do it like they just do a different style so i don't know even though they're at the top of the of the food chain as well i don't know if they would be the right that'd be an interesting yeah there'd be like It'd be like a Quinn Tarantino spin on Half-Life. It'd be very weird. It'd be, yeah, it's not, I mean, that's the thing. Like, uh, Half-Life isn't like a gruff, gritty, a no. gritty universe. Um, and I think, you know, if, if the if the Uncharted and, and uh, uh, Last of Us devs took yeah. a hold of it, they could tell a story that, like, if it, do, if it does get gritty, it's something that's, that's palatable, that people want to... Uh, consume more of it. It'd yep. be it'd be really good. But yeah, I don't know who else I'd I'd honestly put. In. You know, actually I do, because they make games that give me the feels. Mm. Uh, the the guys at Arcane Studios, I'd Ooh. I'd trust them the fuck with with some Half Life. Their games just, I mean, especially uh, what was it? What was the Assassin game? Um, oh, with um, not uh, not Uncharted, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, uh, where you're there was two of them. You're an assassin, and Arcane you do stuff. Studios. Yeah, Arcane yeah. Studios. Yeah, I was, um, so I will find it. I mean, I, that one specifically, it's like the art style and a lot of like the oppressing government. Um, Dishonored. Dishonored, yes. Yeah. Dishonored kind of felt like a retro, <laughs> like a uh, Half-Life game. And the mm. way they world build, I would I trust them with it, especially after Prey. Uh, that being said, I, I, I appreciate them just getting to make all these new IPs. That right. new game they're going to knock out of the park. 
I can't forget which wait. new one they're working on. I think it's just it's it. I think I want to say it has a dumb name like Loop, because gotcha. it's literally just in a time loop. But I love these time oh, loop games. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a actually um, Game Maker's Toolkit did an article or did a did a video on it, and they Death loop. Uh, they came they uh, he coined a term for it because there's not that many of these games, but there's enough that we should probably have a term for it if we're gonna do more of them. Yeah, and he called them clockwork games, and I think that's fucking Whoa, brilliant. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, I would add just lastly, as far as another dev that could possibly take it over is um, Remedy, who do who do Control, uh, or just just made Control. There's a lot of like Half-Life vibes in it, I feel like. I don't trust it. Mm. It's going to be up its ass. It's going to be up its own ass a little bit. All their games are, and that's fine, and that's yeah. cool. Like that's what I come to them for, but not for Half-Life. I want to gotcha. be I want to have just it's a roller coaster. You want a big goofy roller coaster yep. that's grounded, but make it a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah also, true. I just watched this uh GDC talk about how Gordon Freeman is a terrible character. And I fucking loved it. What were their points about? Well, he has no character. character. He does what other people tell him. He doesn't give his own input. And they even put out yeah. the point of like, part of, one of the problems with the silent pro- protagonist, if, if you're a hero, not talking to people is a shitty move. That's if you're true. not, if you're not encouraging people, if you're not, you know, somebody like these people are so sad and downtrodden yeah. and they're just like, Oh, thank God you're here. And you're just walking on through, maybe <laughs> smacking some crates. Like the first thing that, and they didn't bring it up in the talk, but the first thing it makes me think of, and they were talking about characterization through gameplay and action yeah. was in the original darkness game. Uh, it's your birthday. You come home, your girlfriend is surprised you. You forgot it's your own birthday. Mm. She gives you a cake. You blow out the candles and then you sit on a couch and watch uh, to kill oh, a mockingbird right. until she falls asleep and that was that moment of like, well, I'd fucking die for her now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they build those or create those strings with that character. Right. right and the, the other thing they bring up, uh, you probably played it. Uh, I think it was Heavy Rain. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys is like looking for his kids, uh, trying to save his kids for a big portion of it. Yeah. And they say that's more important because in the beginning of the game, you play with your kids. Yeah. You get to like your kids a little bit. That's the first part of that game is, yeah, you interact with your child and you lose them eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So, good point. And Gordon Freeman just... Does what he's people... just like a silent asshole. Yeah, he's almost like uh, in Bioshock where that whole motif is, uh, you know, you're not in control, you're not, you're being told what to do, and you're just abiding by what people. You know, tell they you. they they brought that up too, and they're like, you know what? As far as silent protagonists go, he's not the worst. At least they mm. eventually. I don't remember this. Eventually, they gave him a reason why he can't talk. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. Right, but the thing, another thing, it brings to my mind is like, well, why can't we plan more shit? Like, why not? That gives you agency. Like, even though it was sort of lame the way they did it in uh, GTA Five, yeah. it wasn't the worst. I wanted to do, you know, if I was going to do a bank robbery, I was going to be a class act about it. I was going to gotcha. come in. No one was going to get killed, and that that was the character that I was role playing for it. So, and then we're going to see how the Outer Wilds comes out. Uh, Outer World comes out. That's going to be like, yeah, the say, ultimate. hold my beer. We're going to show you how story <laughs> should be done. I'm so excited. Me too, Kevin. I think I think after I do my first playthrough, I definitely want to do an evil playthrough where I murder the shit out of everyone <laughs> and push the limits to how Yeah. That's I love the idea of the of the devs being able to because they've already kind of given you that idea that yeah, you can kind of push everything to the limit and we have a reaction ready for it. So I like them right. just building all these different scenarios to see who actually triggers them. Um, that's a fun idea just to see what they have ready to go. Yeah. But, um, we should probably cover, we have a boatload of news and we have been, there's a boatload. Yeah. We've been dicking around here for possibly two boats worth of, of news. 
A full barge, if you will. <laughs> Gavin, let's start and with one that are I Are we going to start with that one? Yeah, let's start with one that's not loaded at all or and we fully understand. Uh, so um, this you is... Yeah, fully understood. Do you fully understand? Somewhat, somewhat. I, I, I definitely like have feelings, you know, but do I... Uh, but I understand it's complicated. So this is the whole Hearthstone uh, drama with uh, uh, Blizzard. Um, initially, what, banning this character or this, this uh, player for Butch a up. year... I'm Butch sorry, <laughs> that's very disrespectful, but that's literally all I read when I see his name. I mean, he's just a few characters off from that, but it's Blitzchung. <laughs> Blitzchung. So they, they were initially banning him for his response or um, uh, being vocal about this uh, protest in Hong Kong, and they've kind of walked back their, their feelings on it, but it's a lot to unpack. Um, Did you include their, their Chinese version of their tweet? No, no, they have a response, Blizzard, but I don't have the actual Chinese version of the, of the tweet oh, itself. Because there's a Chinese version of that response, and it's, it's the exact opposite of the American version of that well, response. that would seem uh, in line with what's going on. Yep. Interesting. So I pulled up, uh, a lot of these are from PC Gamer, Andy Chalk, so check him out over at PC Gamer. Hearthstone. Yes. Are you going to fuck his name up too, Gavin? <laughs> I was trying to give him a cool nickname <laughs> oh, of a Chalk, but to be fair... <laughs> That's not a cool nickname. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not trusting you with my nicknames. So uh, he you, writes... You come prepackaged with a nickname. Fonzie true. is not your name. That's true. You already got a cool one. So I keep the, the haters off me. I give them a fake name. Exactly. So... Haterade. <laughs> now, Hearthstone Grandmaster called for the liberation of Hong Kong in deleted post-match interview. This is the first uh, news story. This was last week, actually. It's like Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, um, we missed this one by a solid day. So we yeah. are the last ones reporting this That's one. That's true, although it's been developing all the way up until, I think, over the weekend, right? So, um, Oh, yeah, it has. So Hearthstone Pro Chung Blitz Chung uh, Ng Wai. So I'm going to pronounce the name the right way. So it's uh, Ng Wai Chung. Uh, his uh, tagline is Blitz Chung. Caused a stir over the weekend when during a post-match interview on the official Asia-Pacific Hearthstone Grandmasters live stream, he called for Hong Kong's freedom from China. Blitzchung appeared on the stream wearing a gas mask and goggles, similar to the masks worn by protesters in Hong Kong, and possibly intended as a symbolic defiance of the new law banning the use of face masks. And then, as reported by Inven Global, removed the mask and shouted, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. And the actual, uh, so the stream that it was on, that video has been deleted, but uh, it, it exists now online. Did they, so did they mention this? Because I know the, the shoutcasters, they were there. Also, got uh, banned. Yes. Did they say, um, like, where the, what were they doing during this? So, I don't. I really don't understand why they were banned as well. Right. Right. I have the actual. Uh, I can pull this up uh, real quick. So I think it's because they're kind of caught in the in the middle of it. He makes that announcement during that stream, and they kind of react. They applaud. Oh, okay. in a weird way, and so, so that's think, why people. Yeah, and so why, because well, they participated. Was, yeah. yeah um, so I'm gonna. Um, Google that if I can. Think and about sorry, it. sorry to our, our five viewers for my sniffing. <laughs> Are you feeling under the weather, Gavin? I I don't uh, possess the proper ability to blow my nose. Really? Uh, so like I'm just fucking stuck with it when it's a little stuffy. <laughs> it's like I can't build up enough pressure to uh, do it. So like I'm just like inhaling stupidly through my nose, trying to get something out. And nothing comes out. So Were we got. I've never actually seen the clip. Yeah. So here's the actual clip. So he's wearing a gas mask. He takes it off. Looks like a character out of Borderlands. And he's being interviewed by this guy. Oh, 
And now they then they cut to the the actual like commercial. So I think they they bow their heads because they already see that he has this get up, which is already going towards this controversial statement. So I think that's why they they bow their heads because they're trying to get out of the and not be connected to it. But then they react to it after this. Are they bowing their heads, or are they trying to get out of the shot so they're not associated with it? Yeah, by bowing their heads, I meant exactly that. They're just trying to get out of the shot. But now it continues. How is that guy? And they clap, and because they kind of have to do say something, so it's in just in right. support. So they're playing it off cool, like they might. I mean, maybe I can't. I can't speak Chinese. I, I assume they're Chinese. I think it was a Chinese stream, yes. I'm going to say yes. That would make the most sense. Either that or I'm terribly racist. <laughs> I'm going to go with racist. Though. But uh, yeah, so they, the uh, shoutcasters you know, react to it. It was a unplanned you know, uh, statement, so they just kind of had to react to it. And they right, also you, you got to roll with the show must go on. You got to right. roll with the punches. It's a very much, uh, um, you know, if you remember Kanye West going on whatever show he went on. Is this, is this the hill we want to die on with <laughs> comparing Kanye to this? You know, he's kind of a, of a leader and like a, yeah, just a futuristic. <laughs> no, uh, just as far as like the unplanned liveness and then the person next to you has to react to it. Right. But now, uh, so there's... Fuck the Oscars! <laughs> I can't do that. I can't remember what his accent I was. forget, yeah. The guy from uh, No Way Out or yeah. A Way Out. Yeah. So there, there's that was more. such a fun show, though. Like, I remember when that happened. We we're like, yeah! We're you like, I'm not a, that into it, but yeah! Even Jeff Keighley's like, oh, we can't do that. He's like, oh, but that's all right. Like, he's like, just talking for. <laughs> I mean, they were like, I mean, the, the way they were like, you know, upstanding with a, that's probably the wrong phrase, but with a Konami after mm. they, they kind of oh, shit yeah, on that was Kojima. The, yeah. So, like, if, if, Keely was to stop being punk rock right then, everyone would be like, the fuck is this shit? And his punk rock is like white bread, but he's still on the edge of, you know, he's still doing and, and kind of pointing towards issues that are trying to get swept on the road right, with, right. with Kojima. I don't see, I, we like say it's like punk rock is white bread, but have you ever seen him like interview somebody? I fucking hate it. Really? He will push for his, like to try and make you slip. <laughs> like, I'd remember seeing him go against, uh, 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 Reggie Fizeme, and it's like uh, a fight where he's just like, "Oh, can you like, you know, Pikmin three on the right. on the switch? Like, can you confirm that?" He's like, "I've told you, I can't <laughs> confirm or deny. Like, yeah. I can say this all day long, <laughs> motherfucker." They just trying to you know pull on and the, yeah, the he's, strings. Yeah, he, he's trying to like pull the strings, twist the knobs. That's awesome. No, I love Jeff Keighley. He's, he's yeah, awesome. but yeah, but because he also has a toe this line of he is a. Uh, you know, just this well-known person in the industry, he has to be accessible to everyone, but also he's definitely giving, you know, points of view for sure. Right. As yeah, much as you definitely. can in that position. He's definitely, as far as this industry goes, he's earned back so much respect, mm. especially when you remember like that low point of fucking, what was it? Doritos and Mountain Dew, where everyone's just like, look at this tool. Is that, is that hitting? You don't okay. wishing that was colder. Um, it was just the fumes, so I inhaled like um, rubbing alcohol fumes. Or can I can I have fumes. a sip of this? Yeah, go for it. I, don't know, I think it's... if you don't manage these, so the, if you don't manage the the, the fumes that, that you also ingest when you take a sip, is this? So we were talking about uh, as we were right before we watched Joker. Um, like I haven't tasted anything that's burned in a while. Is this gonna just torch Ooh, I my feel alive throat? though, so I'm ready to go. Let's <laughs> do push ups and wrestle, Gavin. I'm ready to go. Yeah, so this is a whiskey. This is um. This is uh, Buffalo Trace whiskey. 
So this isn't the bell breaker. That's good. I do wish it were colder. Mm. So initially, is... I think it was. I had these uh, whiskey stones, kidney stones in there, but uh, they they warmed up. You know what that needs? Um, so some uh, family tradition we do, um, we haven't done in a while, is we drink uh, really nice whiskey and smoke cigars around a fire. Oh, and that's what that fucking deserves. Yeah. It's just like smoke on smoke. Do you also eat barbecue and like uh, what else kind of smoky? It's about all you can do. Yeah. But it's like as far as like traditional like masculine things, I think that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, like yeah. sitting around. just You yeah. got to throw grilling in there for sure. Uh, mowing the lawn. Uh, checking the thermostat. But yeah. I did used to. I think I told you I used to I used to smoke a cigar when I'd mow the lawn. Really? <laughs> every Yeah, every week. Because it was like I, I grew up with my Uncle Dan living across the road. And that's yeah. just he'd smoke. Now, to be fair, he'd smoke a really nice cigar. Which will gotcha. last you like an hour and a half, and that's how long it took him to mow his lawn. Okay. So I'd be smoking a cheap ass cigar, <laughs> um, and it'd take me about an hour to mow the lawn. Now the problem is, occasionally you can get a bad cigar, uh. and I got a bad cigar and fucking threw up everywhere. And after oh, that point, geez. I was like, "Nope, I'm good." I think the only time I've smoked cigar was at your house years ago. Like you had them for some reason. We're in your backyard, um, and like Andy and I want to say maybe Riley was there too. Yeah, uh, that, that definitely happened. Yeah, I but I remember that. not liking it at all, and I've never attempted ever since then. But uh, I like cigarettes and stuff like that, so maybe I can go back to it years later. But they're they're definitely different. I think yeah. the other thing too, like the thing that always sucks about cigars is once you're done smoking it, it's not done with you. You're gotcha. gonna smell like that until yeah. you take like three showers. Yeah, that's I'm not in the mood for that. And it's that it taints the flavor of everything. It's like they're kind of like the malort of the smoking world. Malort. It's a it's a Chicago. Uh, wormwood-based uh, liquor, uh, liqueur. I'm not sure which one. Gotcha. And it tastes like the water at the bottom of a uh, garbage truck. Gotcha. <laughs> it is. It is the worst thing <laughs> that has ever been made. But uh, okay. sh- Chicagoans will die on the cross for that thing gotcha. right there. That is the. <laughs> it well, is, I got to try this, Kevin. That's a, a commercial. You know use. what? Next next time, uh, Joe comes back. Mm-hmm. He'll. Typically, whenever he comes back to Washington, he brings like six bottles. Okay. And just tries to get everyone to drink it. Because it's like it's like the running joke of Chicago. It's just like, <laughs> oh, you got to try my Lord. It's like a tradition. And you're like cheering him on. And then they try it. And you see their face go, the fuck did you just make me drink? And it's like the fun part is you're not done yet because that flavor won't go away. Oh, God. It's going to taint everything you drink or eat for the last re- next like 20 minutes. Why would you do that to your friends? Kevin? I think it's just a running joke is my theory. <laughs> that only <laughs> Chicagoans know? Okay. Yeah. Well, until you know, then you're in on the joke. And then when somebody yeah. says, hey, you haven't been here. You haven't tried Malort. Let's go try Malort. And you're like, all right, well, now I'm on this side of it. Yeah. So I'll drink it alongside with you, but. Yeah. Just tell me, go fuck yourself. I'm not trying that. Right. Anyway, back to back to the serious <laughs> subject. Uh, the <laughs> I'm sure there's a TLDR, but I don't. I don't think it it warrants a, a TLDR for this kind of thing because it's pretty complicated. And and we could probably uh, TLDR it a little bit. I yeah. mean, it's it's so they've been so he's been he was originally banned. Yeah. So I want to say he was facing a two year ban. And his uh, winnings for that tournament. Did they even say two years or did they just say banned? Because I thought it was permanent and I thought the casters were permanent as well. I see. Gotcha. Maybe so I'm I, wrong though. Well, I have the, this is a tweet from um, Blizzard's account. This is referencing that initial, like uh, the whole uh, reaction to that, that statement on the live stream. So this is from uh, Blizzard. We're Upon, jumping straight to that? No. Well, this is the, like right when he makes that comment, this is their uh, response of what the, uh, what the, repercussions were going to be so that you mentioned like how oh, okay. you know what that band was so this gonna is be. not the president of blizzard yet no no this is just okay. them announcing that it's going to be that uh really they're they're going off of exactly what he did 
and how they're going to deal with uh, with uh, Blitz Chugs. Uh, Chungs. You pronounced it Chug Damn that it. time. Damn it's. I got it. I got it in your head. So this is from Blizzard. Upon further review, we have found the action has violated the 2019 Hearthstone Grandmaster's official competition rules, section 6.1. Um, engaging in any act that, in Blizzard's sole discretion, brings you into public disrepute, disrepute, offends a portion or group of the public, or otherwise damages Blizzard's image, will result in removal from Grandmasters and reduction of the player's price total to zero dollars. In addition, the other remedies which may be provided for under the handbook and Blizzard's website terms. Um, yeah, there was it was there was two years is what he was facing initially. I, I do remember that. And people are people love to point out right now, uh, which is a bit trolly, but still, uh, that this is this has damaged their reputation so much, which is a condition on this. Mm. Who gets fired for this one? Which I, again, yeah. I don't. I'm not really for that. I really hate like the idea of like something's bad or something was wrong. Like let's fire people. Like because right. people will do that. For literally anything. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I would argue that maybe no one gets fired because they're the whole reason to. No, they won't. That's just the joke going around. Gotcha, the gotcha. That's... Especially with this situation, because it's really the pressure from how China views them is how the, is why they were so aggressive with punishing him in the first place. Right. But that was the only balance he had to do is like they have to do some kind of response. So they're this. Uh, yeah. So the uh, Chinese government will just kind of view them favorably, so they can keep doing business there. And the other thing to point out here too is, um, so one of the one of the big things China can do is they can so they can just ban the Blizzard games mm. altogether, uh, and the, the reason that's extra tricky is there's fucking clones in China all ready to go. Right. They look exactly like Overwatch, like they're ready yeah. to go. The second Blizzard is banned, they can China can let these publishers bring their games back. Gotcha. Because I I want to say like Chinese government was fighting these clone games. Because Blizzard was coming in, they they were cool with Blizzard. Uh, okay. So if they get rid of Blizzard, they're like, nah, throw the clones back up. Right. We're good. We're good. Well, the whole clone thing with it's it's rampant and like just uh, you know brand names and any kind of like any kind of entity, it's it's being copied in right. in, in in China, and that's a huge issue with copyright. Yeah. But um, yeah. So he faces a uh, Blizzard responds with this one year. Apparently, it was a one year ban. Sorry about that. One year ban from Hearthstone, and then his uh, he wasn't able to earn those funds from that Hearthstone tournament which he had won. So now that was on what Monday and now nothing, no response from blizzard until Friday. Right. So the, what was weird about the response was it was a press release at five thirty PM on Friday. And the whole, um, you know, a journalistic critique is that they wanted this to be as buried as they could by releasing it at, on Friday when everyone's leaving for work to not write articles about this to some degree. Yep. That worked. Yeah. And rather than have some kind of conversation or like, uh, live stream like they really just want to try and distance themselves away from this as much as they can so now they backtracked and here's their actual uh um andy chalk from pc gamer as well kind of breaks down their and this was a few days before they backtracked yeah no yeah so this is a full-blown week before they say anything um but this is their actual response so after a tumultuous week that saw widespread found fan outrage a call for boycotts and two high-profile personalities withdraw from future events Blizzard president Jay Allen Who Brack. Who are the high-profile personalities? So there's two shot, um, shoutcasters or, or, or um, commenters that... Are they know. the ones they banned? No, these are two <laughs> These are two other ones. So this was a Hearthstone caster Nathan That's Admirable Zamora steps down after over BlitchCon controversy. So, and this is one of the... You know, I kind of know his face, though. Gotcha. Yeah, you might have seen him on other other streams and stuff. But he actually stepped down just to like in, in support of BlitchChung. Um, so... Andy writes, after a tumultuous week, 
that saw widespread fan outrage. Pres- uh, Blizzard president J. Allen Brack has issued a statement explaining the company's perspective on the suspension of Hearthstone Grandmaster Chung Blitzchung Nguai and admitted that it reacted too quickly in imposing his punishment. Our esports programs are an expression of our vision and our values. Esports exist to create opportunities for players from around the world, from different cultures and from different backgrounds, to come together to compete and share their passion for gaming. Brack wrote, It is extremely important to us to protect these channels and the purpose they serve to bring the world together through epic entertainment, celebrate our players, and build diverse and inclusive communities. Brack emphasized that the views expressed by Blitzchung, Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Age, were not a factor in determining, determining his punishment and that our relationships in China had no influence on our decision. Uh, so to pull out of that, it's that seems weird because that's 100% why they would be punishing him in the first place, right? So you need to, and you said you haven't seen it, you need to pull up the, um, uh, and it's on IGN because they had their own, and I appreciate that they brought out their own independent translator to translate gotcha. it. So uh, Blizzard response, Chinese version of Twitter. I see. And it's it's on IGN. I, I Again, I really appreciate they had their own translator because there's a certain wordage at the end that could come across as a bit more, you know, uh, there it is. So it interesting. So, but that's that's not the the if you can find the IGN version. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, because they 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 say one thing in the regular translator version is China, which you can certainly interpret it as China, but the word is not specifically China, and that does affect it a little bit. Okay, so this is the essentially the Chinese version of Twitter. Gotcha. And yeah, because it's not all you know public access kind of thing. So here's where they say the exact opposite. So this is Mad Kim of IGN. Blizzard slash NetEase Chinese social media account takes China's side. And to be fair, this is not Blizzard Blizzard account. This is their Overwatch account. But gotcha. fucking still. So they go on to write, We express our strong indignation or resentment and condemnation of the events that occurred in the Hearthstone Asia Pacific competition last weekend and absolutely oppose the dissemination of personal political ideas during any events for or games. The players involved will be banned, and the commentators involved will be immediately terminated from any official business. Also, we will protect or safeguard our national dignity or honor. Yeah, it's 100% in the opposite direction. It's the opposite. Full so opposite. So now, is it, is it, uh, this is their, um, their viewpoint so that their citizens see this, and it's just yes. separate from Americans seeing this? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They want to keep them, you know... Under that, control somewhat, that's but. that's what most of the Chinese people saw. Gotcha. That's a uh, no. Yeah, I had no idea that was going on. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, and I think it was like almost the same timing. So I remember like people like saw the they saw the 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 post from the president, and it's it's pretty amazing that they got the president to comment on this the one. Blizzard, yeah, because it's that big. Right. Um. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So he he did that, and then. This came out almost around the same time. So people were doubly pissed. Gotcha. Which is fair. Right. So, and it will go on to them like backtracking their, their actual like hard stance reaction. But how do they come back and get back into a positive limelight with gamers? How do they, is there a, is there a path out of this? So I can discuss that in a minute. Gotcha. Because they're uh, something I, I do want to point out. So they have one of the things they've reversed on this is now uh, what's his uh, butt chug gets uh, half of his winnings. And I do apologize. Again, this is like disrespecting. It's a term like, of endearment. You're, you're, you know, you're with this. Is, this is a bit like saying something. Well, no, I can't compare it to that person. But it's like, gotcha. you know, this isn't this guy isn't the next Rosa Parks. He's not the next. Uh, the guy. Uh, Gandhi. Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. 
but this is still something that does deserve respect. He, he, even though yeah, he probably sure. didn't think of it as a, a big thing, this has turned out to be a big thing. Right, right. And this Anytime is meaningful. You're able to, especially with uh, this issue with this these protests with China, anyone who's stepping out is really getting silenced or you know facing backlash. So right, no, I fully support it. But yeah. So I say it with love. Yeah, um, exactly. But uh, what was I saying? So they gave him back his winnings, which was yeah. interesting because there was a whole another digital card game that said, "Hey, uh, we'll put you in our new tournament coming up. We'll okay. we'll happily spotlight you." And we will give you the winnings that Blizzard didn't give you. Whoa, so nice. now they're giving, now Blizzard is actually giving us winnings. It's like, are you still taking the, are <laughs> they still giving you the other winnings? Yeah. That'd be a lot of winnings. Interesting. No, that's, that makes sense for another you know game to just be like, hey, you're a high profile player that will bring eyes. Come to us. Like, we'll pay you. Big it's deal. great. And now people will like, I remember when the article came out, like comment sections were just going like, hey, here are alternatives to uh, these. That being said, I fucking wish there were an alternative because uh, I love watching StarCraft. Can we bring back, uh, what's it called, Command and Conquer? Oh yeah, because they really literally have franchise. no competition. A lot of like commenters have talked about hmm. Blizzard has no competition in the RTS, the fast action RTS space. Nothing. I wonder what's the deal with that. Yeah, uh, you. It's you, so niche. Right. Even though like esports and watching it is really niche, you're not going to be pulling in GTA Five money. Sure. You're not going to be pulling in Halo money. You're not going to be pulling in that crazy amount of money. Unless you're StarCraft. Gotcha. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so they're bringing him over to that. I think that's really cool. Um, but what were you saying with the, how do you bring it back? Uh, yeah, how do you become more you know positive in, in gamers' minds? And how do you, can you shake out of this or kind of get back on, on a path that will gain the trust back of players and you know get back in there? in positive grace with them. So this has been one of the scary things. Did, did you, I don't know if you read the article um, with the uh, kind of expose on the employees at Blizzard and uh, no, how they're I, feeling. I know there was various protests. There was like a walkout during the week. Right. They had covered their like, um, their, not their goals, but like their kind of like motives that they had uh, yeah. uh, on, on Blizzard like uh, headquarters where they had like, like think globally, like, yeah, um, yeah, there you go. something or other. They had covered it with, with cardboard or whatever just to say, hey, like this right, is actually right. happening. Right, right. Um, so it's, there was, there was an article that was kind of reading some anonymous employees to kind of doing interviews with them. And some mm -hmm. of the things they've kind of brought up is like, they are disgusted, but it's like, what do you fucking do? Because this like blizzard is the fucking job gotcha. to have. There's nothing cushier. Like you get to do what you want on a daily basis. You are working with the most talented people huh. on planet earth. You love what you do yeah. and you get to do it every day. These people are not. I, to my knowledge, not burnt out like a lot of other studios. They're treated very well, paid well. I see. And this shit happens. Right. And you feel guilty going to work. And that sucks because these people didn't do it. Yeah, they have no influence on the, you know, whatever um, official stance the corporation is going to do with this guy. Like, they have no... Right. But that's still your company. Yeah. That's still where you work. And that's, like, the ickiest feeling. And they mentioned that they, they keep telling the employees that the CEO is going to make an official statement. He's going to make a video statement mm. and it's, it's just, it's been coming. It's been coming. It yeah. was supposed to have been out last week. It was supposed to be out soon and it's not coming out. And they, they don't, they literally don't know what to do. Yeah. And that's terrifying. Yeah. And I imagine they can't, you know, also make a statement on Twitter or show their solidarity with the, with Blitzchung. Like they have to just kind of be on this straight path where they just can't react either way. Right. And they're still, you know, they had hold the 
they have to a certain degree, they have to do and the, what the Chinese government wants. And there was a big, yeah. I saw big arguments about like, well, like I know blizzard, I, I want to say Epic was making a big stance on it. And well, I know certain yeah. people are like, well, you guys are owned by Tencent and other people were arguing with like, well, they're only 40% owned by Tencent. Gotcha. So the most Tencent can do is sell their stock and fuck off. Gotcha. I, I didn't realize that it's still 60% owned by the lead guy there at Epic. That's insane. That's for a publicly uh, traded company. Yeah, I don't think that's it's, the norm it's at all. It's 60% one guy and the rest is a Chinese company. <laughs> and that's why, I mean, that's part of what got uh, PUBG off their ass. Because mm. PUBG is largely owned by Tencent. Yeah. And Epic is a decent chunk owned by Tencent. So PUBG is trying to sue Epic. And Tencent said, you fucking what? <laughs> You're... We make money. Don't stop yeah. them from making money, you right. assholes. We own you. If you sue them, it's like, we're going to do we give money to ourselves. What do we do in that situation? Because we well, partly own that company. I mean, it was clearly like, this is our this is our new cash cow now, yeah. and you're going to fuck that up? Right. No, <laughs> you're not going to. Yeah, you're right, because they, they did drop all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where it gets weird, because a lot of these companies, want to, at the very least, want to do business with China, so they have to deal with whatever issues are going on, or they're partly owned by them in the first place. Yeah. So the the other thing I uh, unique perspective I've seen from the indie side, and I'll cover this very quick. Um, but um, even to indies, Chinese money is super fucking important. I and part of that reason is because of review bombing. So there was mm. there was a guy who shall remain nameless, but he made a multiplayer game, and yeah. it became very popular uh, with like a Chinese YouTuber, and all the a lot of his Chinese fans wanted to play. So what did they do? Because it wasn't in, it was in English only. Yeah. So they review bombed his game. They just dug it into a fucking hole that cannot be dug out. Because there wasn't. Uh, there was no know. Chinese translation gotcha. until he put that back out and it climbed out. And then he made thousands upon thousands of dollars. Mm. But they can still destroy your game. I imagine yeah, if it's influence. not in Chinese. Gotcha. And that's fucking rough. Yeah. That's that's not that's not a AAA company. This is. Some like this was one dude gotcha. destroyed, and that's crazy. Then they like made him bajillions of dollars. Like right. he made he's he's set now till he can finish his next game and then his next game. Like that's awesome, but fuck, dude, this yeah. this affects everyone. Like you can't mistake it. It's not just these guys that are largely owned by Chinese companies. So it's is it almost like you have to do business or you just can't. It's it's uh, silly to try and avoid the fact that they're this huge, you know, option out there. It's a fucked up pretzel. Yeah. Like there's no it's it there's nothing not icky about it. And that I mean that's a terrible thing alone just like getting review bombed. Right. Uh, having your shit that like people really enjoy just be destroyed because you're not supporting, you know, how do you do that? Do you just make it available in certain regions? Well, they can use an ISP and hop over to that region and mm. still destroy stuff. Um, now there's uh, companies that will localize stuff for you. So, but that does cost money. That's what you had to do. You had to hire eyes and that if you're not set up to localize, Mm. it's going to fuck everything up. That's going to be really hard uh, to do, which he wasn't. And he had to pour, you know, tons of time and effort into doing that. And then again, he made a bunch of money. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's all icky. There's no un icky. That's the vibe I get. Yeah. But people make it look like it's just a triple a problem. It's not. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, Gavin, you're right. They uh, they kind of um, reduce the uh, the penalty, so it's it's. I don't want to say it's six month ban that he's going right. to face the uh, blitz chunk, and uh, he's getting half of his uh, uh, earnings back, apparently. So yeah, now he actually has a response. So this is through also PC Gamer. Jody McGregor writes, uh, 
Chung, Blitz Chung Nguai, the Hearthstone Grandmaster who was suspended by Blizzard. Um, he has a statement in which Blizzard, uh, after Blizzard walked their suspension back from a year to six months and reinstated his winnings. First of all, he wrote, I'm grateful for Blizzard reconsidering their position about my ban. Earlier this week, I told media that I knew I might have penalty or consequence for my act. Because I understand that my act could take the conversation away from the purpose of the event, in the future, I will be more careful on that and express my opinions or show my support to Hong Kong on my personal platforms. Blitzchung went on to express gratitude that his winnings were being restored, explaining that people from Blizzard had explained this to me through a phone call, and I really appreciate that, and I accept their decision on this part. Regarding the reduction of his suspension, he's grateful. For that too, he noted, six months is still quite a lot to me, and added, I wish Blizzard can re- reconsider about their penalty on the two casters involved. Um, Which yes. they did reconsider as well. Gotcha, gotcha. And I guess he's getting full earnings. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking half the earnings back. But right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, so here's the thing, though. Are they going to take his, like, if he's very free Hong Kong on Twitter, Yeah. can they back all the way down? I bet not. Maybe they can strike a deal where as long as you just keep it off of the streams and they can still play ball with China and then you're doing your own, you know, personal stance on other platforms, then it's fine. I've seen a lot of people, uh, you know, I feel like I've seen people try and tow this line before and it just not works. Right. Yeah. It's hard to separate those things. You got to, you got to back them. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know what the future holds for this. I feel like, uh, Blizzard's in this really just this huge rut now with this whole debacle. So how do they come back from that? How do they turn things around? I'm not sure because they still want to do business with China. So they're not going to really change, you know, any stance they would have. Or maybe they won't be as hard nosed when it comes to somebody else being. But I think now this is going to trigger many more people being public in support of Hong Kong on these live streams. So this is going to be the first guy. He just started it. Well, and the other thing it's done, too, is people have turned May into... An icon. Right. And that's a Overwatch character? Yes. And people are also trying, trying to do it with Mickey. With Mickey? Yeah. Because... Nin- uh, uh, oh, Disney does deals. Disney or, has uh, been doing stuff. Uh, one of the things point, people pointed out that I guess maybe I didn't think about, and it's still maybe overthinking it, but so um, in... Uh, what is it? Um, Thinking of a country or company? Uh, Doctor Strange. He's supposed to be trained by like Shaolin monks. Oh, sure. Okay. And so they changed it out to white lady that knows Kung Fu. Yeah. And I think it was just generic monks. Gotcha. So they they destroyed a little bit like culture. And and it was very important. Is that to play ball with China? So That was to play ball with China, apparently. Um, Again, that may be drinking a little bit of Kool-Aid, but Mm. that doesn't sound too much Kool-Aid drinking to me. No, and it's a change they can make to make sure that they make more money over there. Because right. you can't not release there, right? Right. And as of, you know, within Doctor Strange range, uh, it, it seemed like the Marvel Universe hadn't done too much whitewashing. Mm. And considering that character was very important, that that be a Asian, you know, Shaolin monk character, right. people were upset with that one. Yeah, I do remember And if this is why, then that's also fucked up. Yeah. So they've they've definitely done some stuff in that. Um, yeah. With bending over for China. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's tough. Yeah. Um, this I was reminding reminded that uh, BlizzCon is the next you know public event that they have for the Blizzard host, and this is uh, November first. So I imagine we're going to see, you know, much more stuff with with uh, just in support of Hong Kong and and protesting tied to BlizzCon. So I imagine right. this is not going to end here for yeah. sure. So how do they navigate that live event too? Like how do they 
just be like, everything's fine. It's cool. And then, you know what you do? You do like Nintendo and you turn off the fucking chat. (laughs) You disable that chat. And you pre-record everything. And yeah. I mean, you might as well, but, uh, (laughs) No, it's going to be interesting because you. Can, I mean, people are going to put signs up. Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a big part of the city sports culture. You put up the signs. Um, yeah, you can't not have an audience too. So okay, good luck with that. Right, and that's yeah, it's it's huge, and people invest in these stadiums and all these things. Right. Um, it's it's crazy. So how do you navigate? I don't know. This is that's a whole mess, and yeah. it's to see it happen to one of the most prestigious companies in gaming that now has to navigate out of it. This is nuts. Right, right. I mean, it's a shitstorm, but it's also they put themselves there. But I would hope there's a scenario where they can turn things around. But I think it means doing less business with China or at least structuring your business where you can still uh, honor like American values like democracy, you know, like freedom. I don't think that's That's the thing with China. There's no like halfway button. There's no dimmer switch. You're either doing it or you're out. Yeah, yeah. So, and I also felt awkward too. The other, because uh, after this, I was watching uh, StarCraft because uh, I can't, I can't get enough. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, they were doing regional, so they did like uh, I think it was like England, and then they had American, and one of the ones I was watching had uh, Hong Kong versus China, and I'm like, well, this is awkward. And then China <laughs> fucking decimated Hong Kong. Oh. Like there was like it was like watching a baby try and play. <laughs> With like some grandmaster champion yeah. and like full disrespect to the people that lost because they like they like it wasn't even close. Really? It was like I want to say it was 3-0 every game. Gotcha. So it was like, oh, oh, God. Well, just but again, their... like that's just, you know, that's somebody that lives in China doing yeah. their damnedest versus somebody that lives in Hong Kong. There's nothing political uninherently about that. But, yeah, but due to the if, situation. Yeah they're extra emotional now. And so they're using this as these platforms to battle, you know, and represent their political views. Uh, right. Probably, battle. probably not what that was, but I, <laughs> although there's the emotional factor of, you know, some players, uh, you see it a lot more with, uh, fighting games, uh, play better, uh, when they're emotional, mm. when they put their feelings into it. And some players play shittier, which is fantastic. Gotcha. When you have somebody, uh, who plays shitty when they're emotional and the other person knows that, and they're trying to get them, Right. Put them on, on tilt. Yeah. That's why I loved. And, and by the way, so I know, I know we, uh, I've talked about this before with fighting game tournaments, how you get these villains, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, and you don't necessarily dislike them cause they're a villain. You kind of like them being around. They're fun. Sure. They're making it oh, exciting. Yeah. And I, when we watched that UFC fight the other day, uh, with over the top Magoo, uh, yeah, Israel Adesanya, the stuff right. vendor guy. Yeah. So that's that's how you see it a lot of the times in the fighting game scene, where it's this guy who's not only hard to defeat, but they're cocky as shit about yeah, it. Yeah. And so that's like you can kind of see now what I'm talking about, where like if he was in the fighting game scene, he'd be a villain. Villain, you're still cheering for him. <laughs> you're still like I I love me some some uh Filipino Filipino champ. I always get the two Filipino something or others. Mm. Uh, confused, but like, even though they may kind of occupy that space of a lot of people love to hate you, yeah. you're still there. Like, yeah, that's my boy. He's gonna be <laughs> pissing everybody off. Go for it. That's awesome. So, hey, Gavin. Well, it's. Uh, I think we we solved it. So you know, we, we solved can, it. We can move on because you know we we fixed it. So we're they're good. They're gonna shake hands and they're gonna keep doing business and everyone's gonna be happy. But another subject that we solved. <laughs> Got him. So now, Gavin, uh, also during the week, uh, no big deal, but the PlayStation 5 was officially 
confirm PlayStation 5 is the actual title and that it's coming late What else would it be? You're right. Yeah. Once the, once they, you know, confirm that, it's like, yeah, well, that makes sense. And Xbox they... is uh, PlayStation's going to be PlayStation 5 and mm-hmm. Xbox is going to have the dumbest fucking name. <laughs> Yeah, they're in such a tough spot because... It's never been good names. Even no. Xbox is a dumb name. I mean, I will still, just for nostalgic, nostalgic reasons, I'll give them that. Like, I do like the Xbox name now at, you know, 10 plus years afterwards. But right. I think the, rather than going with Xbox 2, they were at this, like, they were behind a generation. So I think that Xbox 360 moniker was to have a 3 next to the PS3, right? That was the whole reason why they skipped a 2 like the normal succession, like it was an Xbox 360. So that as far as like when they're battling on the marketplace at Toys R Us at Walmart, you see Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, they seem numerically equal. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was the only reason why they did that. But then once they did that, they're already fucked because like, are we going to go with four? Like, what are we going to do? Right, so right. So then they do they Xbox did. One, which is a full step backwards. That was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Where do you go with Yeah. That? Do you think it's impossible for Xbox to do just hey this is the next xbox and we just stop doing the numerical things and we just release these could they do something like that i don't want a god of war situation that's true where you have like original or you know xbox 2001 right and already having an xbox zero is confusing enough sure uh i think at some point you have to use one of these cool code names xbox scorpion was fucking dope yeah it was cool that was for the one x right yeah the new one is scarlet for the whole the next gen thing call it scarlet you could, you could. Some That's cool. Theorizing like it could be Xbox. That's too many syllables, but Xbox Infinity to go in line with like the Halo Infinite. That's a great name. It's possible. I think they're in a, in a tough spot, but a, a cool, unique name could be born out of their out of the fact that they're in this like corner now. They have to create something cool. Uh, they I don't know if they they can't really go the numeric path anymore because it's just they. If they, they go Infinity, there you go. But then Infinity 2, like, then it gets weird. Like, how do you, you know, uh, how do you improve on Infinity? Well, we've got the cloud now. So stop upgrading and just have everyone play in the cloud. Eventually, that might be what's going on, too. I, I, I would love uh, Xbox Infinity. Uh, but at no point have they proved that they know how to name a console. Mm. Xbox mm. One X is the dumbest name ever. <laughs> it's pretty bad, yeah. It's not as bad as the, what is it, the Soldier Boy... <laughs> the soldier boy tell him game he yeah. had no but it was like oh god what was it, was like it? soldier boy five or something because somebody like i think i saw it on like john Tron where he's just like it's supposed to be the game boy you could have just called it the soldier boy <laughs> but you called it the soldier so boy something i'm seeing soldier boy video game is what i'm seeing or I the probably <laughs> he's got he's got a bunch of consoles that are that are terrible did he not get he sued named? for that or did you he did yeah he did okay well, it, it, I think they were like Chinese um, emulator consoles. Right, right. Who, you know, if they're being sold like in China by Chinese people, they're not going to get in trouble. These are but American. you sell this shit in America, <laughs> you dummy, and yeah. put your name on it. And they'll stand back and let you make all this money. And they go, okay, cool. We're going to just go ahead and take this from you. Right. So that well, was... Just on par with the Soldier Boy game is the PlayStation 5. Is... I, didn't, I didn't know that it was fully announced for uh, late 2020. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, that's when everyone theorized, I would imagine, because the yeah. 360 was... They've said that... Or the 360. Scarlet, they've said it's going to release holiday 2020. They just haven't shown anything yet. That right. was the last 360... Or the last E3. But uh, PS5, you know, hasn't been confirmed. And now they've said it is PS5 and it's late 2020. Now, Kotaku has the breakdown of all the... Details. So they actually went into a bit more detail on the new controller and what the features are. Oh. So now this is from Kotaku. Sony isn't uh, Steven Sotillo of Kotaku. 
Sony isn't waiting for any more leaks. They revealed more details about the PlayStation 5. And yes, it will be called the PS5. So here's the key info. It'll be called the PS5 and be out for holiday 2020. The console will have a solid state drive. Games will be released on 100 gigabyte discs. Now I was trying to figure out the standard for the PS4 because they're standard Blu-ray drive. Honestly, it's a terabyte. Uh, well, the standard Blu-ray disc, the capacity, I want to say for the PS4 is like 25, 50 gigabytes, apparently. So I couldn't find, I, but I couldn't lock it down. I could totally be wrong. But apparently the PS5 disc will be 100 gigabyte disc. And it's a 4K Blu-ray disc as well. So the PlayStation 5 reads physical media via 4K Blu-ray drive. As with the games this generation, they'll need to be installed from the disc. Though Sony is now saying... That's too much to load. It's legit. To, for a physical medium of a disc, that's just mm. too much to load. Well, the next you thing... You have to do that. Gotcha, I see. So they're saying that uh, now that players will have more granular control over, over which parts of the game they install or uninstall, campaign, multiplayer, etc. So that's, I guess, the workaround is that if you want to go right to multiplayer, download that first, and then you load the rest of the stuff. I later. wouldn't do that. Hmm. I would not do that. Gotcha. Gavin, do you think that they might know what they're doing, though, over there? No. <laughs> okay. That makes it so much harder. Like, if you tell me to make a game where you can install the multiplayer but not the single player, I'd say I'm going to the Switch. Interesting. Fuck you. Okay. That's, like, that's hard to do. That's yeah. legitimately, like, I couldn't tell you how to do that. Are PCs I have no idea how to do that. Gotcha. Are PCs doing anything similar to that where you can modulate? Yeah. Uh, modulate? Well, you can do it. Uh, you could do that with like the last Call of Duties. Okay. But they're never going to make you. Gotcha. That's so hard. I don't know. I don't know if this is favoring, uh, you know, downloading it versus the loading it off of the disc in, instead. I mean, it but, gives uh, you options, which is cool. Gotcha. But making it mandatory, like you cannot make that mandatory. That's that's almost mean. Mm. That's That's saying, hey, guys, spend way more money per game you're making. Because we say so. No, that's that's one thing I haven't uh, thought about. So because you can potentially download the campaign uh, before the multiplayer, do they have to have like three sets of textures and, you know, like uh, sound effects, like all within each chunk that you can download? Or can they pull, you know, because they're copying You'd stuff. have shared. Okay. But that's, and that's part of the reason why it's hard to do. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, so how do I you mean, manage that? Then you then you start throwing in DLC, and then maybe you right. don't have a, a dependent sound effect loaded up, and then everyone's crashing, and then they're mad for like a week because you're like, oh, I forgot to make this sound effect mandatory for both files. Gotcha. Fuck you, Sony. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I hope it's not as extreme as you're saying, but uh, you know, it could I be think, a potential I, problem. I think for a AAA, it won't be the worst. But these indie, indie devs now have to spend more time doing this. That's going to be hard. Gotcha. That's going to be hard. Well, they're touting touting this as a like a, a feature, so we'll see how that folds out. But That's cool um, now the PS5's revised user interface will show more information about what can be done in a game, including the availability of multiplayer matches. Wired's writer, so they talked to initially PlayStation did their blog post where they announced it, but they had an in-depth uh, interview with Wired magazine. So this is what it's referencing. Um, Wired's Wired's yeah, they're still around. They still get exclusives for some, somehow, but. Uh, Wired's writer held a prototype of the new PS5 controller and wrote that it seems similar to a PS4 controller. Good. Yes. It will include a speaker, and here comes this, some so, some of the jargon you'll start to see reporters and game makers using to discuss next-gen hardware, adaptive triggers that can offer varying levels of resistance to make shooting a bow and arrow feel like the real thing. So they go into d- detail on this. That's going to wear out. Mm. Dang. I'm, s- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Look at that walk in. I, I did. I, I want to see you walk into their their like their just 
the studios where they're working on this, that they're they're playtesting and stuff, and just like kicking shit down. Like, stop that, redo this. Like, just like Gordon Ramsay. Well, well just... it's it's anything like any sort of resistance thing like that is is going to physical restriction and stuff like that is very tough. So you can either do something like. Not pneumatically, but it's not the now there's something uh, I don't have. I pulled it up here, but it, there's a coil system. There's some kind of a smart coil system that they've talked about, which sounds like Back oh. to the Future. But uh, yeah, I'll pull that up too. But um, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows, Kevin? You're never wrong. But uh, so they go on. Wired was also impressed with the improved haptic slash rumble in the controller. Reporting this of their time using it to play demos created by the Studio Japan team behind PS VR game Astrobot. Um, so this is talking about this uh, a, this haptic rumble that's in the controller. On ice, a high-frequency response made the thumbsticks really feel like my character was gliding. Jumping into a pool, I got a sense of resistance of the water. On a wooden bridge, a bouncy sensation. So they're using haptic feedback, which is similar to like the the Switch. has that like HD rumble, so well, it's just more of a complicated... Does, doesn't the Xbox currently have like the king of rumble? Because don't they have rumble just for like the sticks? Like they, they have so many points of rumble. They might, but I'm not seeing uh, the comparisons that you're mentioning like, with like the current Xbox controller. I feel like this, what they're saying, this is a step up or at least in line with the, the switch and how they have like this more complicated rumble. Right. Um, or phones that they have like where you can tap and feel like that bump where you're actually typing like right. an actual adaptive. It, at least that puts everyone on the same playing field. Mm. So that's good. That's true, because Switch had that, you know, leeway with the HD Rumble, but now they're back on track. Something this reminds me of randomly is uh there was a there was a technology patented by uh Disney for touchscreen displays where they could run a certain current through the touchscreen and it would change the friction on a given part of the touchscreen. Like, oh interesting. Why, yeah, why is that not ever Oh they have you can't just look it up by Disney patent. They have they have so many actually you may have done it already. I don't know if this is what's going on. No, this is a visual one, I think. Oh, okay. um, of transmissive layers. It can simply described as multidimensional screen. That is not it. They have. They that have, sounds interesting, though. You know, the the thing that's crazy about Disney is like, legitimately, like they have so many patents. It's because these Imagineers, like, that's a dream job. You want to be as creative as possible and have a giant budget thrown behind you. Yeah. Be an Imagineer. Like, it's, holy shit. It's that or when Hitler had infinite funds to just like, you know, fund whatever project you want to look for the Holy Grail, go for it. Disney was not behind <laughs> the Nazis, despite the Nazis being behind Disney. Yep. Yeah. That's a whole can of worms as well. So they go on some of these features here. Uh, one thing that's not surprising is it's u- using a USB Type-C, which all the newer high-end phones, even Apple has like a USB Type-C thing they're going to. Um, now, one studio that is now confirmed as a PS5 developer is Bluepoint Games, makers of the 2018 Shadow of the Colossus remake. Said studio president Marco Thrush to Wired, we're working on a big one right now. I'll let you figure out the rest. It's a poopy. <laughs> if they were, if you were to imagine them, their next remake, uh, what would what, could you theorize anything that they would tackle next? Uh, I think it's gonna take so long to come out that it'd come out on the PlayStation f- Six. Gotcha. <laughs> well, now with the... That, PS4. Would, that would totally track with them. Like, <laughs> Maybe. Now didn't... The, uh, didn't uh, what was the last one? Like, Ico? Didn't that skip the PS3? You're right. But this is the this is not that dev. This is not that um, Team Ico dev. This is the guy... The, these the guys Shadow of the, the Colossus devs? Well, they, they did the remake. Oh. Yeah. So okay. this is Bluepoint. So right. they did the remake of Shadow of the Colossus. And uh, I think they did the HD um, Uncharted like uh, remakes, too. But uh, oh, their whole okay. thing is they remake these games. They don't... Uh, they don't. Uh, I, I I love it when uh, remake studios get a shot. Yeah. Because sometimes you get really good stuff out of that. 
Yeah, and this one, they seem to specialize in these remakes, too. So let me pull up some of the stuff they've done. So they did uh, the last um, Shadow of the Colossus, which I really dug. Um, but they just did the HD remake of it. So I, I get the feeling that these remake studios, like because like you really are like remaking this movement and this classic stuff, I have a feeling like the the people on these teams get a really good feel for like how 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 does this good feeling movement like when you're mm. really remaking all this stuff, you That's probably true. see it see the guts and can analyze it from all these years later and go, yeah. oh, that's why this is so good. We should do that. You're right. You have to perfect a feel and you can't, you really can't fuck that up. There's almost more pressure to make sure that something transcends. It's the same game, same Absolutely. experience. Yeah. Absolutely. Rather than when you create from the ground up, there's no expectation. So you can make whatever you want to make. Right. Um, so they've done the last one was Shadow of the Colossus. They did Gravity Rush, which was a Vita PS game. It's supposed they did, to be very good. Yeah. I've always heard about that franchise. It's really good, but um, yeah, I never played them. Uncharted. They did a Nathan, the Nathan Drake collection. They did the 360 version of Titanfall. Uh, they did the uh, PlayStation 4 version of Flower, God of War collection, Metal Gear Solid HD collection. That's a lot. Um, yeah, primarily uh, PlayStation properties, but um, yeah. So they just said that they're doing another remake, but they haven't shown. That was part of that interview. Um, yeah, so also it had they... had to be a remake. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's kind of their specialty and they have no interest in doing their own property, but we'll see what happens with that. Now, uh, Thrush was enthusiastic about the speeder loading that comes with an SSD noting that there'd be less reason to slow players down in hallways and doorways to mask the loading of new levels. Yep. Um, yeah, that's the that's going to be the next kind of um, advancement is now all these consoles are going to com- come standard with an SSD, right? Um, now, does that, with a lot of these, uh, you know, the way they, n- not trick the player, but the way they will, developers will have these levels load is that they'll kind of funnel you through something to give time for the next part of the level to you to come out. So now does that change how they build the levels to begin with? Cause now they don't yes. have to funnel you in. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, in, in a huge way. Now it's still a challenge. You have to design it and you still have to deal with, uh, LOD, which is level of detail for mm. stuff in the distance. So it's still always a challenge, not funneling you into hallway. Uh, but it makes it way, way easier. Gotcha. Now what this does make is harder for you to have a game, you know, running, uh, doing all this crazy stuff on, you know, you can do it easily on both the new Xbox and the new PlayStation, but you want to do that on PC, you're going to do it on Switch, it's not going to be, everything's not going to be compatible. Gotcha. That's that's way harder on those, because you definitely can't assume with PC that people have their game installed on a solid state drive. I certainly can't do that at all. My, my OS is taking up, I think, 70% of okay. my solid state boot drive. Gotcha. Which I don't even really know if I need, but... Do you think uh, this is just a tangent, but could the could we see a future where the next iteration of the Switch has an SSD standard? Yes, could it? Absolutely. The fact that they use already cartridges, anyways, there's no yes. need for moving parts. I feel like that should be the lane that they go through. I mean, that's been Nintendo since practically the beginning. Yeah. Like, but like the thing holding the back is an actual. No, they don't actually have a hard drive. Yeah, they have just the little Cartridge. SD cards. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. What they can. Uh, I just wanted to bring back the actual. That's why it's almost more impressive when you watch a speed run of Breath of the Wild when it lags it because it does need to load. It's like, well, also, you were moving 1,000 miles per hour. Um, gotcha. Uh, that's really it for the PS5 news. They just announced, hey, the controller's going to be doped out. Uh, we got the... Uh, it's going to be called PS5, holiday yeah. 2020. But um, now, with uh, do you think we, they'll ship with... And I imagine this is the same for, for Xbox. Will they ship only with an SSD or they have to have a regular yes, hard drive? you have to. Gotcha. Like, if you want to make this push, that's the only option. To have both. 
Yeah, and that because otherwise that puts all your developers on an uneven playing field. Mm. They have to develop for both, and that that just kills them. That makes it the, even the developers of the Spider-Man game are talking about like there are all these yeah. hard drives you can have that made it so much harder. This is how you say no. We're dead stupid simple. This is standard. Gotcha. So and then Xbox has to step up to that, right? And they say, okay, yeah, this is standard. And then they're like, well, crossplay standard. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and then we're just having all fun all the time, and it doesn't matter which system you have. And that's the future I want to live in, Gavin. Yeah. They also confirmed that through that interview. The, uh, if you remember this leaked uh, yeah. potential, that was the dev kit. Of course, that's not how it's going to like the actual PS5 And that release. thing could be huge. Like could We be. look at that and think of a standard console side. This is a dev kit. It doesn't matter how big it is. That right. thing could be huge. Yeah. Because, I mean, often they would just send them full-blown like PCs with the actual hardware yep. in them, right? Yeah. I, I think one thing that we've never seen before, two consoles releasing at essentially the same time. It's always been... That's true. They always usually, have like, the leeway on the other one. Yeah. yeah. Normally, it's a year. So, this is the first time... I think in history with these big consoles mm. where they're going directly head to head holiday season, who gets mom and dad's money? Yeah. Are they getting their V bucks? Are they, are they getting their yeah. Are they getting their V bucks? Like who knows when Fortnite's coming back? <laughs> like that's, do you hear the, the ninja tweeted out a hint? I saw that. Yeah. I, he was I, like, retweet this. If it gets 150, whatever thousand, I'll, tweet I'll, an image or what i know i'll free i'll free Fortnite. but it was a black screen is what he actually showed well he tweeted taco oh is that what it was yeah okay so everyone's like it's coming out tuesday it's taco tuesday oh and gotcha. then somebody, i have seen stuff tied to tuesday okay yeah gotcha. some people were were kind of go i mean it'd be crazy for them to keep it locked up longer than this this is the game they're using to pay for all those games on the epic store <laughs> like, yeah that's now that uh, let's get into that Fortnite news, Gavin. So we had the, wow, uh, that was that was just the article right below that. That was a good <laughs> time. Was, yeah. So Fortnite announces the end as final season ten event powers down, leaving millions with black holes on screen. Um, yes, there's no other way to interpret that. Um, Gavin, did you watch this live event? Um, I was actually home when it happened. Uh, I wasn't there, but I did. Uh, I kept popping around to uh, different uh, uh, streamers. Yeah. Uh, I think it was last night. And I was like, why the fuck is everyone taking so long to load? Yeah. Like that was, but the, you were just seeing that image or. or yeah. That? And I was also very confused. Uh, Cause one guy, uh, he had a different load screen than everyone else did. And I realized later that someone had made art with stars swirling around as well. And it uh, made it look so much cooler, but I'm like, why? Oh, <laughs> gotcha. eventually I figured it out. But whoever did that did a phenomenal job. I think it was at some guy, like big popular streamer, like Tifu or something like that. Okay. Hmm. He looks kind of like a, like a knockoff of, was it not Ron, Ryan Paul, but uh Logan Paul. Yeah. He looks like a knockoff of Logan Paul. Gotcha. Well, I think Which they all I, look like the same knockoff of somebody. I'm sure he's heard a thousand times before. <laughs> so now this is from business insider. They break down the nitty gritty. Cat uh, Tenbarg writes, the final Fortnite Season 10 event ended suddenly with every player's screen going black and showing a black hole graphic instead. As millions of gamers turn, tuned in to streams and their own games, they suddenly lost the ability to log in. The only action on, on the display is an exit button, and the official Fortnite Twitter account tweeted, this is the end. If the tweet wasn't enough confirmation, the end was definitely a planned sequence by Fortnite creator Epic Games as the lobby of the game showed a special Galaxy Collapse animation for those who were in at the time of the server power down. Um, so it was for sure planned. But it's kind of a ballsy thing because this is the biggest game basically in the world. And now they've shut it off for you know X amount of time. This is unprecedented. Yeah, no, who does that? No one's On done purpose. Because like we had just uh, Destiny released a DLC recently. Uh, I think it was Shadowkeep. 
and they had you know complaints because they were fumbling with the servers and they couldn't get it online right. in time. So that happens, but it's never like a planned thing, I guess. I think the the only time I've ever seen it, if I remember correctly, I think that that happened for like a long swath of time at the beginning of Grand Theft Auto's Four's multiplayer. Oh, you're right. I remember I was because it was that. bad though. Yeah, they were just yeah. like, "I'm sorry, this shit's busted. Uh, take it back down. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back later." But this is no. You have arguably the most successful, or one of the most successful games in the in the world. Yeah. And you just stop making money off of it for a few days. That's how did how did they uh, swing that by their like um, investors and stuff? Like, hey, we got this idea. We're they have turn off one the guy that owns sixty oh, percent <laughs> of funny. the company. So you got to convince that one guy yeah. who's a huge fucking nerd. Gotcha. They're just like, hey, boss. What if we took it down for a couple of days? And I was just like, let's fucking go. Let's, I mean, not, not like that. He's like, have you, have you seen this guy? No, no. He is like, he is the epitome. I remember seeing him in like E3 presentations because he do a ton of them. And I'm like, you were like what people picture when they picture a nerd. Like, especially in the nineties. I'm like, you were just like the nerdiest person in any room you walk into. John Carmack sees you and goes, not cool enough to sit at my table. I was thinking he's the epitome of a nerd gamer to me too, John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Oh, absolutely. And That's he's 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 a mega nerd. But yeah. like this but I mean he's he, this guy is tremendously smart and I think he's got that that kind of golden thing uh of he's he's very good as a programmer. Mm. He's very good at I want to say designing. I I mean he's been making these these epic games forever. Uh Tim Sweeney. Gotcha. I've heard and, that name, so yeah. And he's good at business. Like you can't, you oh, yeah, can't. 100%. Right. Well, it's it's worse when you hear him talk. Uh, <laughs> I see. But you know, he's damn good at at doing this. Gotcha. And the fact that he owns the big enough percent of this country, or not this country, uh, <laughs> maybe <yet>. one day. <laughs> yeah. When he runs for president, and all these kids are now eighteen, he's gonna he's oh, gonna be God. the first person to. <laughs> My brain just imploded. You're right. <laughs> Like no one would stand a chance. Um, yeah, we're gonna see the next president doing that like floss dance and just, oh just to get God. votes. It's gonna be tough out there. But he's, I mean, he, he and he took this and again, like I don't, no one can count on the success of Fortnite. You can't even when they were making it. I think they just wanted to make their own battle royale. They couldn't have accounted on it becoming what it is today. Oh yeah. But he's he's done good things with it. Aside from the Epic Store, which is still a pile of trash. Um, I know you, yeah, you interact with it and I know you tell me it's not, they need to work on that. So I'm just pulling up just kind of what users were seeing. So, and there's music and stuff going along with this. So like it's this, pretty could, epic. Could this have been like, you're about to win? No. So they, they used to do that where it was like actual live events. And if you die, you die. That's but right. now they have a special that takes over every option. So you can only play this live event where oh, you okay. can't die and you can experience the actual thing in game. But for those who couldn't get in, the actual uh, menu screen had a reaction too, where there was a black hole that enveloped everything. Um, now this awesome. is what this is setting up is a season two where they revamp the actual map and do just like a, a change right. up of everything. And you, and you saw the this. screenshot of the map, or maybe it was like a freeze frame. There's a so there's a leaked video which I have pulled up as well. Oh, there's a video. I yeah. thought it was just a screenshot. No, it's um, because I think you're right. Where it's it's premiering tomorrow. I think that's a strong leaked on that one. Gotcha. I see. Now the most likely tomorrow is the actual Tuesday is the day of this thing goes live. So there's this video um, that uh, showcases the features. So this is an actual leaked. Uh, that may leaked. actually be leaked. Yeah. So oh, this shit. is an actual like HD version of it. So it's showing new ways to level up, 
Does it look your, better? Or am I crazy? They might revamp the textures, but I think it actually surprisingly looks pretty good. Um, you fishing? Yeah, there's fishing. You can hide. You can hide. What do you mean you can? You hide? can hide in uh, garbage Whoa. cans, and you can swim. Is another thing. That was a huge dive. There's vehicles. There's. I a, mean, there's more vehicles. Yeah. So the boat, which can carry about up to four people, four or five people. Um, so this is what they will imagine uh, they'll launch when they actually open it up tomorrow. Yep. So some of the features are detailed here. Now this is Jay Peters of The Verge. They uh, they have written leaked Fortnite Chapter Two trailer provides a first glimpse at the new island. Fortnite has been down since Sunday's season-ending event, which has left millions of players staring at a mysterious black hole while they wait for details. The trailer, which has leaked, the trailer looks to confirm rumors that the game will be getting an entirely new map next season. The video shows off a number of new no, new locales, including a river, power plant, a beach, and a fishing pond. And yes, in the new season, it appears you'll be you'll actually be able to fish in that fishing pond, as well as drive a boat, swim, and hop around on a pogo stick. The trailer says that there will be new ways to level up and shows hints of how that might actually translate into the game. Players in the trailer get medals for a headshot, opening a treasure chest, and even chopping down a tree. And of course, the trailer shows off many new skins, including a large creature. Participation medals. Yeah. I think anytime they can get people just existing in that world, they just right. get you know everyone staying in, the, in these yeah. modes. Um, so yeah, so that, that's, that was a leaked video showing off some of the features and we're just going to, we're going to get a new map. Uh, my, um, the resident expert in my life is my nephew who loves the game. And so he was, uh, it's just, funny that, that like, that's not even like, as far as the term, like calling like your little nephew, the resident expert on like Fortnite, like that's actually a legit source. <laughs> like kids today, like they know yeah. they're in with the lore. Yep. And he ingests all the like, what if, or like uh, fringe YouTube videos where they break stuff down when it comes to Fortnite or like conspiracy theories with Fortnite. So he's fully in depth in that. And so he's, he knew about the, you know, the event that was going to happen this weekend. They, they had advertised it as well, but like he's been trying to dig apart because people were also trying to, when that black hole screen came on, there's various numbers that came on. And also you could play like a mini game within that, but there's like numbers they'd flash on screen and people have Googled those numbers to try and figure out what does it mean? Is there like a countdown? Um, they haven't figured anything out, but that's impressive that the internet considering like when, uh, what was it? The what was that trailer with uh, John Wick in it? Uh, Cyberpunk. Or oh, they flashed. Yeah, stuff? they flashed the code on yeah. screen, and people pulled out like twelve dozen codes yep. for The Witcher off of that before the end of the trailer was even done. <laughs> like the fact that this isn't cracked, like that's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. It's... So there's they, if it's not cracked yet, that to me says not all the pr- information is available. Interesting. Well, I mean, the video itself leaked, and that's a pretty big one. But the an actual right. date hasn't leaked yet. But I think we can, you know, imagine that they're not going to go for very long with it being turned off because this is the biggest game in the world. Also, there was a big scare with like uh, apparently um, uh, parents, you know, bombarding the Twitter account for for Fortnite, asking like, "Hey, what's what's the deal with our V Bucks?" Because my kid, you know, I've spent a hundred dollars on my my oh, shitty their kid. V- their V Bucks are fine. They are. So the PlayStation account asked PlayStation tweeted, "Please be assured that your inventory items at V Bucks are secure during the Fortnite blackout." For any other questions, um, they d- divert you to EpicGames.com. But um, yeah, that was a, a worry that people had. But it's it's I all that. I get that. Yeah. If you don't know about games, right. you'd be worried. You just think if somebody plugged it, plug it back in. Someone threw out all my internet dollars. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's just, it's pretty... just a crazy thing about digital currency, like yeah. fake dollars. You could just do that. You can. You shouldn't, but you could. <laughs> These are with the you know the characters and stuff you buy through Fortnite. They're action figures that are digital, so they don't you know right. live anywhere. But um, yeah, we'll see. Um, apparently, all signs lead to tomorrow. They actually premiere season two. It's just a, a pretty uh, masterful way to draw up attention because now you get people that. 
who played Fortnite and dropped off. And now this is just taken over the news completely as far as like video game news where it's like, hey, they, they stopped, they unplugged the game. Like no one does that. So right. now they will get the attention that will be on season two will be monumental. Like everyone will be paying t- attention to that. I, I think one of the neat thing too is whoever convinced Tim Sweeney to let them do this, I'm sure was shit in their britches. <laughs> yeah. Saying like, Tim, I, I know, I know. We're making like two billion. We're making a billion every day. Right, right. Let's turn it off for two days. <laughs> and they, and then he was probably like, when he did it, he was probably like, this is going to be the worst decision I ever made. And no one's ever going to come back. And then- like there, I mean, there's that fear. And then he did it and the internet's going nuts. And he's like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> that was going to be my job right there. Yeah. Just donezo if this didn't work. And it yeah. worked. And it's it's so good for them. Yeah. No one else can do this. No, they kind of, you know, they, they, they've broken the mold. You can't do that again. Um, they can you... do this again. If they do season three, they can absolutely do this again. I they think could. people are going to expect something you maybe do even different, bigger. Though. Yeah, that's true. Or what they Shut go to your down house for a year, or they go to your house and just like throw your Xbox on the ground or something. <laughs> you got to buy the Fortnite console. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They might be able to do it. I don't know. Uh, Gavin, so that's uh, the weekly Fortnite news. Now we have. Uh, I wanted to pull up some John Wick Hex uh, Metacritics just because some games came out. And I know Destructoid loved it. Gotcha. It seemed like it was up and down as far as like the so the. The critical score from uh, various outlets was higher than the user score. So the uh, meta score is 75. The user score is 3.4. That's so strange. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just people are It's not like Joker like all it. over again. Yeah. I think the user or the reviewer score was super high. And then the. Yeah. But the actual um, critical score. Um, so you mentioned games. Uh, what was it? Destructoid. Uh, Destructoid. Gotcha. I'm not seeing it here, but. They, yeah, they ranked it super duper high. I definitely want to jump in for longer before, you know, because I have no um, point of view at all. But um, right. I, I do, I, I was definitely like, you know, understanding that it's going to be kind of a different game. So where you're going to have to build a knowledge of it. Um, so maybe it's right. turning off a lot of people. I'm not sure. I just don't like with these movie tie-ins you want, if you're going to be playing the main character, you know, it's it's that stupid thing that, like, you know, when you're watching a Spider-Man reveal for IGN, like, how many times are they going to say, make me feel like Spider-Man? Right. But if I'm playing John Wick, make me feel like John Wick. Exactly. Give me, like, that's why I still in my head, like, Hotline Miami is how you do that game. Mm. But, because it was chaos, and sure, maybe you, it took you 100 tries to beat that level, but that one run where you did it perfect, yeah. you were awesome. That's how he would do it in real life in one run. Right, exactly. So what also released, uh, actually releases tomorrow, is The Witcher Wild Hunt on uh, Switch. Here, runs so good. Has, yeah, apparently. So it's, what, 30 frames per second, has an 85 meta-score meta um, review, or uh, just um, score, rather. I saw apparently there's already mods for it, which what? in my head, I'm like, are these running it on PC? And at that point, just buy the PC version. Yeah, that's what very strange. Um, now, Killer Queen Black, which you played, I wanted to pull up the Metacritic for that. So we have Killer Queen Black loading up. You know what uh, we didn't cover last week is that they moved Doom Eternal to uh, That's right. 2020. Oh, um, look at that window. score. So 84 on Metacritic. And Met- I Metascore. saw it looks like there's a way, like it has its own independent friends list. So despite the fact that if you played it, you probably play on Switch, which you could absolutely run this on your PC. Okay. But if you played it on your Switch, you could you could add me as a friend on PC and we'd be fine. Oh, nice. Which is super cool. That's awesome. Um, 
Yeah, it's good. I, I was very surprised by the community. Like, they're talking. Yeah. Generally, people aren't very negative. I've only ever seen one time where somebody's just, you know, deep-throating their mic going like, open the gates. <laughs> the gates are closed. We Let's, can't up." Which, to be fair, when I play the queen, that's my up. My, that's my goal is to make sure the other team can't upgrade. Uh, and a lot of times it works. Gotcha. I'm just like, if you guys can't upgrade your shit, yeah, you, you can. can't kill me very well. And so you're uh, you're in a voice chat with everyone basically. Then, or at uh, least just your on team. your team, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Which is good, but I'm very surprised by how uh, positive the community is, hmm. and it's voice chat with people on Switch, which I didn't know it even had. Yeah, for a while it was like a, you had had a you have to have a phone app that lets you do the voice That's chat. Right. Like I don't know if that still exists, but I forgot about that. Yeah. It's cool. Also what it does, and I, I think this is people playing on Switch, it did that way you could kind of do it back on the Xbox where like let's say you have three people playing on your PC, so it'd be yeah. like uh 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 butt chugger one and then yeah. it'd be butt chugger two and butt chugger three, and that's your three people playing on your console, and I'm like, That's sweet. Oh, I see, nice. That's sweet. Got Although it. I imagine it's confusing for them because your characters all look alike. Right. So I have to find my name. So if you're like, was I one, was I two? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's the dilemma. Um, so we have Overwatch coming out as well this week. So I'm going through the uh, the, you know, the the weekly. Trying to get it on the on the on the Smash Bros. Oh yeah, with uh, Tracer. Did we talk about that last week? I feel like we did. We did. Yep, yep. So uh, with uh, the actual creator or, or head person over at Overwatch saying like, "Hey, you right. can use any character. Most likely, it'll be Tracer." But yeah, it's um, just gonna be saying, "Please play our game." <laughs> yeah. So Overwatch is coming out to Switch October fifteenth. Uh, that's tomorrow. So we got The Witcher, Wild Hunt, also on Switch tomorrow. I haven't seen this, but Zombieland has a tie-in game called uh, Double Tap, Road Trip. This is see on... now that's just got me thinking of Death Road to Canada. I haven't uh, seen that. What is that a movie or a game? Uh, it's a it's a game. It's uh, Oregon Trail, but with zombies, uh, which is not to be uh, confused with Oregon Trail, <laughs> uh, which is literally the Oregon Trail with zombies. Okay. Uh, this looks like you. a phone game. That's what it looks like as Ooh. well. Now, this is on PS4, Xbox, PC, uh, and Switch. So it's like a touch. And it thing. looks like it. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Um, That's, uh, can we get it off the screen, please? This is, this is <laughs> upsetting to look at. When I think of the movie, I think of this thing. So That is, oof. <laughs> I know you do, because you're wrong. Now, Kevin, do you remember the Travis uh, games of the No More Heroes? So Travis yeah. Strikes Again is coming to PC, PS4, uh, October 17th, which is this week. So have oh, you heard good. anything about this game? Is that now I get it confused because there were I want to say there were two. Is this a side scroller? Is this like the true third game? This might be the side scroller. Oh, I think it is. Was it first on Switch and now it's coming to Well the original uh the original original uh was on the Wii. Gotcha. And I actually the sequel is on the Wii as well. Yeah, this is very I mean it's not necessarily different than the original. It's kind of just different perspective. Uh, yeah, I think this is more arcadey. Uh, the original games were just cool. I honestly, as good as the gameplay was, I didn't like the gameplay that much. I just wanted to keep the weird fucking story going. I remember it was the story so being... weird. Yeah. And you just wanted to see where it went from there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but well, that comes out on PS4 and PC as well. Yeah. I hope it's good. I want to see more come out of Is that Pseudo 51? You know what? I just remember that name, but I'm not sure if they're the ones developing this. Well, we will find I think out. That's Pseudo 51. It says Grasshopper Manufacture. Right. Is that an offshoot or are they involved with Pseudo or something? I thought that he's the lead. I think that Pseudo51's the lead designer. It says Ganchi Suda. 
Um, mm. Which could be it. Because I think he gained his name from, like, I think Suda51 is how it's uh, pronounced. I forget the reasoning. I see. Maybe well, I'm wrong. For, this shows a No More Heroes 3 for Lollipop Chainsaw. Uh, Killer's Dead. Maybe not. Maybe mm. not. Uh, let see. 2000. Oh, scroll all the way to the beginning. Yep. Uh, now, No More Heroes originally, so this is Marvelous. Oh, Killer 7. Yep, that's him. Oh, gosh. Shining Soul. Holy shit. Those are supposed to be really good, like, Diablo on the Game Boy Advance games. Oh, really? Okay. Basically, yeah. Like, totally did the graphics great, and they're just action-packed. Yeah. Dungeon Crawlers. Gotcha. Gavin, that's all I have for you this week. Um, oh, yeah, man. that's good. Well, Gavin, we'll end it there. Uh, where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at DrunkDevs, where I post almost nothing. <laughs> well, there. if you're hankering for some nothing on the internet. Uh, also, a whole lot of nothing on Plastic Heart Pod on Twitter. You can find us there as well. Um, Gavin, put your pants back on. Uh, <laughs> alrighty, we'll end it there. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.